We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, I'm Madison Hadler. Welcome back to Loudmouth. Today I have Taylor Perkins with me. Woo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Taylor Perkins oh. actually runs an awesome blog called The Baby Perks. You should look it up. Just a little shout out to her. Wow. Wow. But today we're going to be talking about motivation. Um, because Taylor's an awesome person and does a lot of things and somehow manages to keep her head on straight. I try, at least. You try. You do a great job. So we're just going to talk about motivation with, like, college students, motivation with your life, goals, all that fun stuff. So I think I first thought about motivation (laughs) when Stevie Lee, who's a fellow jury student, she had asked me some questions about personal goals, career goals, and things like that. And when I was asked that question, I really didn't know what motivated me. I mean, I'm definitely a motivated person, I would say. But I think the biggest thing is the idea of success and I value hard work and I think a lot of people would say that I am a hard worker and so I think that's one of the things that definitely pushes me to continue to do things is Mm -hmm. because I have this idea of like I need to be successful and like success doesn't always mean I guess it does mean succeeding but like learning from the failure is Mm -hmm. also a success even though I'm I don't want to fail and I definitely take it hard when I do fail I think learning how to handle that has definitely pushed me to grow yeah. yeah why do you think like you constantly strive to be the best or like not be the best yeah. but like try to be you know yeah. better I guess I don't know I think sense. well <laughs> one of my biggest character traits okay. personality yeah. traits I'm a people pleaser and I like making others happy which like rip because <laughs> sometimes that can be great but also I need to work on making sure that I'm happy um but I think the idea of making sure that other people are feeling fulfilled helps me feel feel fulfilled. And I think that's what usually motivates me is like people, other people are counting on me and I don't want to disappoint them. And so I think pushing myself and being the best I can be all the time and constantly striving to be better is rooted in the fact that I want to make other people proud. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's like you're trying to be, you know, the best for other people? Yeah. Okay. Which is weird and I'm trying to work on doing things for myself and doing things because I want to do them, not just because other people want me to do those things. Mm -hmm. But I think deep down, I like the idea of personal growth. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, anyone wants to not grow. Yeah. But I think personal growth is important to me for not learning. We're not really like, what are you doing if you're not learning and continuing to grow? Mm -hmm. But I think also part of it is the idea of making other people happy, hopefully. Yeah. So one thing that really interests me about you is that you do have marathons and you have a blog and you are a college student and yet you still, you know, seem to have like a social life, you know, Mm -hmm. hang out with friends and all that. And that's kind of why you are really 
cool person to talk to about motivation because I don't understand how you can do all that and still be like, I don't know, whenever I see you, you may be stressed sometimes, but most of the most of the time you're like, you know, still trying to do things and get things done. And like that amazes me because sometimes I can't even like, you know, do something for an hour without like needing to take a nap. And so that's, I, I just want to know how you kind of make sure you stay motivated on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think, okay, surprisingly enough, there is a AP language and composition teacher who I hated and I dropped his class without in high school without finishing. I was just like half the semester in. I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. So I dropped. But at the beginning of the semester, he actually had us take a test over like grit. It somehow I tested high on that, like the way to work through things, even though I did drop the class. It's fine. <laughs> a little <laughs> ironic. Fine. Right. But I think the idea the idea of grit and being able to like push through that pain definitely helps me in endurance sports because by mile 10 of running, I don't want to be running anymore, uh -huh. but I also know that there's success on the other side, and the motivation behind that is just... So going in, my start into triathlon and multi-sport began in high school, and I love swimming, I loved running, but I never had an experience doing all three, and so I started doing triathlon, and that led me into the half marathon thing, and so I've just kind of grown to like the challenge, mm -hmm. I think that's, I don't know, like, I can't imagine my life without pushing myself, and I think that's just part of my personality, is that I always want to be doing something, and I always want to be doing something bigger and better, and I don't think I'll ever run a marathon, but half marathons are a good way to push myself, yeah. and I like that challenge, because it makes me feel, it gives me the motivation to get up and start doing things, Yeah, and I know I need to do those, I need to do it. Because I committed. And so... Yeah. Is it like the paying money that kind of like yeah. pushes you to do it because you paid so much money or like... Right. And going into my blog part, I make things public on my blog so that I have to do them because I could say these things to myself, like I'll do this half marathon or I'll write this blog post. But if I don't make it public, I don't have like the social responsibility, if you will, mm -hmm. to do those things. But then I like write a blog post where I'm like, yeah, I'm training for a half marathon or I'm... I don't know what else to I'm make doing, it, yeah. but then I make it public so that other people are supporting me because as much as I like to say I'm self-motivated, I definitely rely on constant reassurance. People pleaser. Yeah. And, and, and so I just want people to be like, yeah, you're doing great. I'm like, wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am trying to be great. So then yeah. my biggest thing is like with motivation, like, and I think especially with like college students, it's like finding that motivation to do the things that you need to do. Yeah. Because I know I get motivated to, like, hang out with people or, like, even to go in and, like, work, like, I don't know, even though I may not want to, like, the motivation is getting that money and getting right. what I want or the motivation with hanging out with people is, like, Socially people fulfilled. you love. But my hardest thing is, like, finding motivation for those class assignments that, like, I don't want to do. And I just never know when to, like, find my motivation for those things. Because, like, even right now, like, I'm just, really, I need to be doing this, like, essay. But I'd rather work on this podcast than do that. Because, like, this is something that I actually want to do. And that, I don't know, do you ever feel that way? And, like, what do you try to do? Something I definitely was trying to do going into college was write on my blog every single week. I have not done that <laughs> because I kind of had that balance of trying to figure out how to do things I needed to do for class and do my writing thing. I want to be honest, I don't. I'm definitely not motivated all the time for class. But what mm -hmm. I found is that I try to see the good and I try to see and recognize what I am learning. Obviously, we're not applying every single thing we do to our future necessarily. There's not mm -hmm. going to be 
every single class you take in college isn't going to relate to your future, but there are little like chunks of information that are have definitely changed my life in classes that I didn't even think about. I was in a global foundations class that talked about food and the future of food. And that's, I'm a communication student. I don't have necessarily anything to do with the food industry, I guess. Obviously that didn't necessarily apply to my major and apply to what I'm doing, but that information definitely made me a more informed citizen. And so I try to take every class like that uh, with that mindset, I guess, is looking at it and being like, okay, if I go into it with a negative attitude and I don't try, I'm not going to get anything out of it. But if I at least put a little bit of effort into what everything I'm doing, I'll at least see some kind of benefit. Because I feel like a lot of classes, especially that like aren't in your major, it's like, why am I even really trying to do this right now? And I think like a really big thing is like, I'll want to be motivated. Like I'll wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to go get coffee and then I'm going to sit down and do this. And I'm just like, I get on my laptop and I'm like, just doing everything I can to avoid actually doing the thing that I need to do. Right. And I feel like that's a lot of problem with like college students is like, and so trying to do those things that you don't want to do, but you know, you need to do. So like trying to like give yourself, like, that's why I like to get coffee before I do things because it's like, okay, that's my motivation. Like I got the coffee and now I need to go and like sit there and write and like do this and do that or whatnot. And another thing is like, I feel like if I don't actually understand what I'm trying to do, I just like shut down with our, you know, campaigns class right yeah. now. Like there's a lot of things that we just don't know what we're doing or why we're doing it. And like that can be really hard to like continue to do something without a why. And so with your half marathon training, like you paid that money, like doing that. Why you paid the money, you need right. to complete it in that way. I don't know. But. No, I, that totally makes sense. I, try, I have been recognizing the fact that there are definitely classes I don't want to take and yeah. don't have any benefit to me. But what I'm trying to do in my day is structure it to where I give myself 30 minutes to an hour because we don't always have an hour of the day to just chill out. But I'm trying to focus on making that a time for me to do what I actually enjoy. And that kind of gives me that buffer to not suffer through like the classes <laughs> I don't want to go to. But go to the classes I don't want to go to and still be happy because I have that like time for myself. And I am a big writer, obviously. I have my blog. Um, I like journaling a lot because it can be a space for you to just like write your feelings. It can be a place for you to creatively write or just kind of make it your own. And so I try to take that time in the morning. I give. I try to take that time in the morning in order to fulfill that like individual need of my mind. But I've been trying to start my mornings without grabbing my phone and just scrolling on my phone. And that's led me to be a lot more productive and just happy in the morning because I get up, I make my coffee because that motivates. And so I try to make my coffee, make my breakfast, sit down, journal for a little bit, and then jump into what I need to do because I'm able to, I'm able to focus. And I give myself that morning break to just kind of talk about how I'm feeling internally yes yeah. <laughs> internally talk just about talk feeling. about it just yeah just talk I just talk in my room to myself no <laughs> I don't do that uh I write it all out and just get my day started on a good note so that I can go in and tackle those things and then with fitness fitness to me is a huge mental health thing if I'm not working out I'm not happy and it was definitely a struggle in the beginning to find that balance between a healthy relationship with the gym and food and like the healthy yeah or unhealthy obsession with it but I definitely I've worked over the past two years to get into the gym be healthy uh, and mindful with what I'm eating and what I'm how I'm exercising and so I try to take my I don't know I don't know how people last more than an hour in the gym I really don't <laughs> I spend maybe 20 to 40 minutes 
a day at the gym and I'll probably go four to five times a week. But for me, it's just the time to shut down, not shut, listen to a podcast or listen to like EDM music and I just kind of get in the zone and give myself that break. Like I'm not on social media. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just there for me. And that can be hard sometimes to make that time, but it's so important. Yeah. And that's how when people are always like, how do you go to the gym all the time? Like, why do you do that? I literally need to. Yeah. I have to. For my I just, like, how do you find that? Like, if you're mentally, like, shut down, how do you continue to, like, go there and, like, be maybe not happy, but, like, convince yourself to do it? Yeah. I think I have two approaches. <laughs> so, the first is if I'm seriously, like, very, very tired and I don't, I'm not feeling it, I don't feel well, there's, I will take a break because... There are times that you should definitely push yourself. There are times you're not going to be motivated. But if you're really not feeling well, don't push it. However, there are times your brain will be like, I'm kind of tired and I don't want to go. Yeah. And that's when you this situation takes place where I'm like, well, I don't really want to go. And I could lay in bed for another hour and then I won't have to shower. And then it'll be great because then I'll have more time. But I think back to the experiences that I previously have had at the gym and how at the end, no matter if the workout's great or the workout's bad, I always feel better. Yeah. Because I know I've at least accomplished something uh-huh. and I've pushed myself to go a little bit further. And so it's uncomfortable sometimes. You don't always want to be there. And it can be overwhelming because there's sometimes there's a lot of people at the gym or there's people like there's athletes at our gym all the time. And it can be overwhelming. But I try to just focus and think about the fact that if they're judging me, I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I do care. I think everyone kind of cares. But the athletes are there because they have to be there because they're athletes and I'm there because I'm focusing on myself. And so I try to take that and use that as the motivation to go to the gym all the time because I know it'll make me a better person, not just to other people, but mentally I'll be happier. Yeah. I think a lot of like the thing with motivation is like just this mental block that you have on yourself. It's like this because it's yeah, you could be tired, mm-hmm. but really, did I need to take that nap yesterday instead yeah. of doing my homework? Like, no, I really, I mean, I'm a little bit sick, so maybe I did. Like, I do need some kind of rest, but it's like, when I give myself, like, an hour before bed just to, like, watch, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever the heck I'm watching, like, do I really need that, or could I have spent that time, like, doing something else? I think it's just this mental block that we put on ourselves that we're like, oh, I need this. And, like, me time is great and, like, very important. Like, I talked about it, you know, in another podcast, like, how it is important. But I feel like there's also this, like, false sense of, like, me time that this me time has to be just you sitting there and doing nothing. Like, me time could be going to the gym or could be, you know, reading or could be, you know, something else. And so I feel like it's just that mental block of, like, I'm really tired. Okay, I don't want to push myself. I'll just go to bed. And while at times, like, that is good, but a lot of the times that tiredness is just that mental block that you're like putting in front of yourself to be like oh I don't I don't have to do this I'm tired right now I need to go to bed like right it's like I think in that too I get it I <laughs> definitely I, I keep saying definitely too I did not start out at the gym doing what I do now and that mental block was def was there for me because I didn't ever go to the gym I had a sp- experience in high school with swimming and working out on a team but I never worked out alone Uh and that mental block was there because I didn't want to go be alone at the gym I didn't know what I was doing I would get up my second semester freshman year at 7 a.m or 6 52 a.m put on gym clothes go to the gym 
and run a mile and then would walk home. And I'm like, I got up at 7 a.m. to run on the treadmill for approximately nine minutes and then would leave. But like just that little step gets you over that small mental block to then push yourself further. And now I, I mean, I just did that half marathon. So I've been doing cardio. But last spring, I didn't really ever get on a treadmill. I was always doing something in the weightlifting section. And so the small little victories push you to be better. And they kind of get you over that mental block. It takes a while. And you have to take that first step in going to the gym. Because if you constantly are like, one day I'll go to the gym or You'll never really do it because you'll keep saying one day, but one day could be today or it could be tomorrow Yeah. if you let it. And it's hard. And you maybe you aren't able to go every day. You might have to work. And like mm-hmm. those are priorities you can't change. But maybe you have a day off and you have an extra 40 minutes and you could fit in a 20-minute workout and shower and do that. And it, I would argue that even if you just work out for like 15 or 20 minutes – It'll make your day better. Yeah. And you're more motivated because you feel like you accomplished something. And if you're new to it, you feel even more accomplished because yeah. you don't know. And, and that inspires your, like, I try to work out in the morning because that also gets my, like, life out, life, day out on a good <laughs> note to feel like, yeah, I did this one great thing. I worked out. I accomplished something. And now let me go do all these other things. Yeah. It's yeah. like this weird sense of, like, competition almost, but not competitions, yeah. but it's like, you know, like, most people didn't go to the gym this morning. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, huh, I did. Yeah. Not even, like, a proud gotten better than you since but just more of oh I did this and most people said haven't done that today or whatever whatnot one thing that I was thinking of whenever we were just talking about like motivation in general it's super weird because my actual class life like I don't like to skip class like I feel super I'm missing out on something if I don't go to class like I'll sit in my bed instead and be like oh I'm they're probably doing this like I should be there I just feel guilty almost and I feel like I need to start applying that to more of doing like my schoolwork. oh like I should be doing this like why don't I feel guilty for not doing my homework but I feel guilty when I miss class because I feel like a lot of people miss class but at least they do their homework like on time you know but I d- not that I never not that I don't do my homework but it's just like I always wait until the last minute and I just don't understand where that comes from that is weird because you would think as someone who goes to class, you would do your homework. Not that you wouldn't do your homework. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But it is also then that's frustrating when other people don't go to class and they continue to excel and do yes. better. And you're like, I just put in so much more time. Like, why do I not reap these same benefits? Like, there's so many people in my econ class who don't show up ever. And they just get it. And I'm like, how do you get it? Get it. And I put in so much effort. Yeah, I and never. And that can be so frustrating. I've never skipped economics no. once because I don't get it. I and hope- so I'm like, I have to go to, like, understand it. Yeah. But yeah, I still don't understand it. And like. Yeah, and I especially, I took on a, like, a job this semester. Well, I had a job, and it's the same job, but I took on different hours this mm-hmm. semester where I have to be up at 8 a.m., and, like, that always just, I always am, like, I need to go to bed early, and so then I don't do my homework because I'm, like, I need to go to bed early to be up at 8 a.m., and, like, that's not what I should be doing. I just think a lot of, like, motivation is just redirecting your brain. Right changing those habits and it's like it's so hard because I could sit here and say that right now like I need to change those habits but tonight I'll probably just be like I'm I'm tired tired. I haven't done my homework oh well let's go to bed like when I really need to do my homework so I think it's just like another thing we were talking about earlier like personal goals and um, career goals and stuff like that a lot of like motivation is making those small personal goals and achieving them so that you feel happy. So like what you said when you started out working out, you would just run a mile. And like although that wasn't much, you had to get over that like 
mental block that you had yeah. to continually like get stronger and whatnot so I think with homework and things like that I do think I would have it figured out as a junior in college but I feel like every year I just get less and less motivated like freshman year was like you had something to prove to yourself sophomore year was awful honestly (laughs) it's sophomore slump it's okay whatever it was a slump it was was a a huge slump and now I don't know I'm like oh I'm a junior you know I have to have my life figured out but that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to do well in my classes. I don't know. It's like this huge mental thing that I just need to get over and I need to like learn how to actually make those little goals. Like tonight I need to make a little to-do list. My therapist always tells me to do this too and I never do. She's like, make a to-do list of the things that you need to accomplish today and just focus on those things. But it's like as soon as I start focusing on those things, I think about a million other things that like are more when I register for classes, I literally start thinking, or, like, when I look at the schedule that I need to have, I literally start thinking about my future, and then I, like, shut down, and I'm, like, I can't look at my classes anymore. I'm stressed. I love looking at my classes, but I don't know why, because then, again, I get stressed, too, because I'm, like, I'm almost done, because now, at this point, we have more classes, like, checked, well, at least I do, yeah. have, like, my jury thing checked off than we do of classes we need to take, and that's kind of freaky, because... Obviously, the goal of going to college is to graduate. And to think that we're, again, taking those steps to get there is mind-boggling. So, like, what have I learned? What do I know? Can I yeah. do any of the things that I've been taught to do? I don't know. But getting an internship this summer, and you had one too, uh, I think kind of showed me that I can survive in the real world. Yeah. Because, honestly, every single coworker I had, I would – my boss encouraged me to make meetings with all of them to hear their life advice and see what motivates them. That's actually really It was cute. really sweet. And my team was all so great. But all their motiv- all their advice to me was, we don't really know what we're doing. We're also just trying to figure it out. And these are like 40-year-old people who've been in the workforce for years. And I'm like, okay, if you're trying to figure it out, I can, I can just be figuring, figuring it out. out. Yeah. And so I think you have to motivate yourself. And sometimes we have to put pressure on ourselves to do the thing, like do your homework or go to class. But I think, but don't <laughs> always put so much pressure on yourself and just try to enjoy. Something I do is because I'm so motivated, I feel like I can't socialize because I need to just do my homework. And I'll get, them into, my, in, get into my pajamas at like 8 p.m. I'll have showered and be ready for bed. It'd, it'd be in my pajamas, ready to do my homework. And then people will be like, do you want to go to like this intramural game or do you want to go get donuts? And I'm like... No, I want to go to bed. But then, recently, I've been saying yes to these things because I realize while I'm motivated academically, or I'm forcing myself to be motivated academically, mm-hmm. I need to be motivated to be social because this is the time, like, these are the only opportunities or the only chance that I'll have to go get donuts at 9 p.m. Yeah, like I don't think that contradicts because I think it's the same thing where, like, yeah. I'm always motivated to go, like, hang out with people more just because I, I just, like, I'm... I'm very extroverted. I get all my energy from other people. Right. And so, like, not that it's not important to you, but, like, that's just my motivation right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, with homework, I'm just, like, sitting there by myself trying to do this that's one true. thing, and I just can't need people to talk to me and, like, help me do things. I don't know. It's the same thing where you just need to set yourself, like, those small mental goals. Achieve those goals so that you feel more empowered to, like, do it. I don't know, for me, making it like, well, if I do this homework, then I can go hang out with this person or whatever. Or, like, with you, like, I just... I did my I, homework. I did now my homework. I now I need to... Yeah, things. exactly. Like, okay, just question about, like, your blog and, sure. like, kind of how you, you know... How did you start your blog? Why? 
did you start it? Well, I don't think I've fully told this story. Okay. I think I tried on my blog, but then I didn't want to tell anyone the full story. Oh, you don't have to tell it? I wanted to tell you. Okay. I, I just never knew the way to tell it, I okay. guess, without... I felt like I needed to vocalize it, and I had a YouTube channel. Please don't look it up. You'll probably go look it up now. It's I really sad and cringy. I took some down because people found it. But, oh. you know, you can still explore my cringy Vlogmas videos from 2012. <laughs> Vlogmas! Uh, yeah. I thought about doing it here. I was like, I can't. <laughs> no. But I started my blog sophomore year of high school in September, and that previous summer, I had gotten migraines every week, and I was so afraid to do anything because I was afraid that if I went out or made plans or did anything, I would get a migraine, which really, I realized it was related to dehydration and stress and things. And so, but at the time, I didn't know that. And so I was like, I'm not going to do anything. And all I did was watch this YouTuber under, like, her name is Zoella, no, Zoe Sugg. She's one of the biggest British YouTubers in, like, the world, I guess. I don't know. She's really, really famous. That sounded really cringy. She wrote some books, and she's done a lot of different, like, home and life style things. But I had found her blog first about anxiety and saying yes to things, which kind of spoke to me because at the time I was anxious and I didn't want to go out and I didn't want to do anything because I had this fear with this health issue that I would get migraines related to going out. I really don't know why, but in my mind that correlated. It made sense. Yeah. And so I started reading her blog, and I found her YouTube channel, and her YouTube channel talked about a lot of similar things. And she was a few years older than me, I think. Yes, she was a few years older than me, but I really related to her content and what she was going through, and so I created a blog. And then a few months later, I created a YouTube channel, but my blog was kind of the space just to share what I was feeling and what I was going through and kind of just be my own version of Zoe Sugg, (laughs) which is so weird now because she has like 12 million followers on social media, and she has all these crazy things, and she has like a building in the UK with a full staff to help her do all these things she does. Like she has beauty lines and books. Oh my god! And it just it's like that's she's my ultimate like business girl boss person. <laughs> that's who I want to be. But I started because of her, and I started because she was sharing her life in a way that was relatable to me. And I was hoping I could inspire other people. Uh-huh. And writing has always been a thing I've loved. It was the one thing that's constant. Um, I have this problem where I get super obsessive over one thing for a really short amount of time. Like. I don't, what's a good word? I was a tumbler. I didn't do gymnastics. I just did tumbling. And I did that on and off for like five years. And I would get really passionate about it. And then I would freak myself out mentally and couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do a back handspring, even though I'd done back handsprings for like four years. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that had happened or like swimming and like a lot of other things I get super passionate about. But then I just fizzle out really quickly, I guess. Yeah. But writing has been something in third grade, I was typing up little stories on my, like, computer room computer. Stop it, I'm and I would, my dad still has them saved on our computer. It's like Taylor's stories. Oh my God, I, I need them. I don't want to read them. I need them. Maybe that can be another, another episode. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. But so that was always been something I've loved. And I finally found a way to express that with other people. And so it kind of took off from there. I, Used to try to be a fashion blogger, which I don't know why, because if you know me, I wear jeans and a sweatshirt <laughs> every single day. So that did not last. But now it's kind of turned into more of a documenting my college life and documenting just kind of little things I've learned and things I want to share in hopes that I inspire some other people or at least just generate some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I dive into political things, not too often, but I just try to like get my story out and get what I want to say out. I feel like I'm a lot more put together through words than I am on 
what's what else like you can be whoever you want to be and that's really inspired me to like get out of my shell because I don't remember middle school or high school like I just block it all out I mean I remember it but But I always want to I understand and so college is like a time for me to like talk and I talk a lot I guess now yeah like that's not a bad thing to speak up for what you're passionate about I think people have that idea that like yeah you can have your opinions but keep them quiet and I don't know why we were ever taught that because I'm like you should share that. Like, you're yeah. passionate about these things. You should be able to talk about it and, like, contribute to this com- greater conversation. Yeah. And yeah. it's, like, those little things, like, writing is, like, that little motivator for you to keep yourself, like, grounded and, like, you know, get your thoughts out and stuff. And, like, I don't know, like, finding those little personal things that kind of, like, you motivated. But it's, like, hard to find those things and then not just want to do them all the time. So many times I'm just, like, I just don't want to do classes anymore. I just want to, like, I don't know. I know. Ultimately, my, like, biggest career goal would make to be able to make my blog self-sustaining I don't know make a career out of my blog but I wanted to talk about like the obsessive personality kind of thing because I really relate to that um like literally like one second I'll want to like I'll be so motivated to do this one thing and then the next second I'm like oh okay never mind I'll do this with my life like I just never know what I actually want to do with my life because it's like really decide what you want to do (laughs) but you don't know the answer to yeah I think I try to keep all the things I want to do in a weird list thing does that make sense like a google okay I love google docs so I have like my four-year plan version out in a google doc spreadsheet thing and I just kind of write down all those kind of weird ideas of things I would like want to be when I grow up or want to pursue when I'm older because I think each of those things has a little like, truth in it. Obviously, you're pas- even if you're not passionate about it for a long time, which, again, I understand because I'm completely like this. Like, mm-hmm. I'll get super, like, focused on the idea of, like, I'll, like, work in the triathlon or running industry and, like, host all those races and do all the behind the scenes and social media for that. And, like, but that requires a lot of traveling and, like, what if I have a family? And then I'll just want to stay at home. And, like, so then I get passionate about the idea of, this is weird, but, like, being a communication director for a school district, my mom is a teacher, and so I grew up knowing a lot of the things and, like, the inner workings of how schools work, and so I've just been really interested in that, but then there's other times, like, I just want to be a writer or a blogger or, like, go freelance and just make it work, or I want to be a copywriter and do these things, and so I try to keep a list of all those things, and then as a student, I've just kind of applied to internships that kind of meet some of those needs. I don't I think it's nice to know you can do a little bit of both, but it's finding what you actually want to do now. Like, that's very overwhelming, especially because, like, well, but... So, (laughs) I I think we have this idea that we have to love our first job, and we have to be so passionate about it, and I would love that. I don't don't think anyone wants to spend their first two years in the workforce hate... Work for... What did I say? Workforce! 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 (laughs) 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 Workforce doing what they hate. But I've tried to, like, wrap my mind around the fact that, yeah, I might not be super happy and super in love with what I'm doing, but keeping those dream jobs or, like, little pieces of what you might want to do in mind and seeing how you're working towards that, I think will be really beneficial because you have that end goal. Again, going back to goals, I love goals, and I love those little, like, step-by-step things. But, yeah, I think what keeps me going career-wise, is the idea of, like, one day, you know, maybe I will be financially stable enough to be a freelancer, and I won't have to do that. But, you know, what I'm learning through these little jobs or through my whatever career I end up being in, I'm gaining skills to end up doing that one day, Mm -hmm. hopefully. 
we put so much pressure on ourselves to like choose this job and choose it and like you're gonna want to stay there for like the rest of your life like I mean my dad has literally been in like the can't like the news station aspect like cameraman job for years like since he graduated college like that's what he's done he's changed news stations and like you know he's changed like from just being like a video like a videographer to like editing the stories and like that kind of stuff but like still he's been in that workforce for like years and like I feel like that's a lot of like people's parents now like they've been in that workforce for years but you know millennials like they don't they don't yeah everyone wants to be something Mm -hmm. at some point in time and like so it's like you don't need I don't know we put so much pressure on ourselves all the time to like do these things and I think that's a big thing with like motivation it's like when we don't see that immediate success we like automatically like push ourselves down like if I don't get a good grade on like a homework assignment why would I want to work for that class again you know like I don't know but yeah and we put that pressure on ourselves and we're like wait we're just people yeah we're we're still just figuring it out walking around on this earth it's fine I think something I kind of mentioned I don't know it was a while ago (laughs) but I mentioned like personal goals and how I like having goals but something that kind of stopped me was the fact that I don't know how to differentiate like career goals from individual goals and I'm really excited because I guess I can officially announce this on your podcast I mean everyone basically knows but I was gonna make a blog post about it which I'll still will I'm planning on graduating early so but with graduating early I am giving myself a gap semester to kind of just do whatever I want within reason Uh, I want to travel because I didn't get a study abroad and I didn't yeah I didn't get a study abroad so I want to do that. And my dad kind of brought up a good point because in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to graduate early. I'm going to get an internship that will hopefully turn into a full-time job and I'll be set and ready to go by the time everyone else is graduating. My dad was like, Taylor, you don't have to do that. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And he's like, you're saving all this money. Why don't you go travel? And why don't you go do things you want to do before trying to jump into that? And I was like, oh, you're right, dad. And so I think one of my biggest downfalls is that I'm constantly looking for that next thing. But I'm excited to have this little gap semester to just kind of enjoy the moment. Yeah. And I'm trying to do that now. I'm not just trying to wait for the future to enjoy the moment. But I'm trying to, like, enjoy the moment now. But also I'm looking forward to the fact that I can get that space to just kind of have one last, like, hurrah or one last celebration of myself before entering the workforce. Yeah. And I think – and it's so, like, calming when your parents say those kind of things to you. Like, I mean, I – always have this strain to like work and like constantly be working mm-hmm. and like I had literally like four jobs last semester like I just like I love to like I don't even know if I love it I don't know but like, I just I get that I want to be busy and yes, I want I, to like have that like I need that I think exactly but it'll be weird and challenging to think that I don't have to do I mean I'll probably I mean I still need to make money so I'm sure I'll I will get an internship at one point during the summer or not the summer the school year not my school year, the semester off, <laughs> but maybe I'll just get a part-time job or just kind of apply to jobs and figure it out. But to have my parents say, you know, like, you can enjoy having a break was weird because I've always been the one who's put more pressure on me. My parents have never once been like, you need to academically get all A's and you need to do all these things, but I put that pressure on myself, so I guess I didn't have to. But it's really, really assuring to be like, oh, yeah, I yes. don't have to. Dude, chill. Yeah, you ever just think right. to yourself? You're like, dude, just chill. It's all right. It's good. Um, so, like, kind of how we were talking about, like, personal goals and career goals. Like, why do you think we assume, like, why do we put those together? Like, why do you personally put those together? 
I think it goes back to the fact that we've always kind of been in education. I don't know my life without school. And since high school, maybe even middle school, like eighth grade, I've been focusing on where do I want to go to college? What do I want to do? And like, in my mind, my goals were always tied to education and tied to college. And then college leads into a career, hopefully. And so I don't think I've ever differentiated myself from my career goals and personal goals because of that like constant need for education, not need, but requirement, honestly, for education. And then with my blog and things, because I am personally attached to that, I think I always associated my blog with career, when in reality, it could be a personal goal. Like, it might not be a career thing. But that was a long-winded answer for basically, I think I've always tied myself to education and I've always focused on what's the next step, but I've never really focused on myself and what I personally want. And like doing races for running and things like that, those are kind of personal goals I would randomly set for myself throughout the year Um, because you once you sign up for a race you have like a 12-week training plan or a 10-week training plan and so those are little personal goals but again that's tied to athletics I don't really know I still yeah I still really don't know what my personal goals are but I'm going to try to work on that yeah because I know I'm like I'm motivated I'm personally motivated to be better and do things but it's figuring out what I want to accomplish maybe not a five-year plan because I don't know what can happen in five years yeah I'll be 25 oh my god I'll be halfway to 30. Uh, but <laughs> focusing on like myself and figuring out what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think like what I kind of like thought was like we feel like we can't focus on like ourselves mm-hmm. until we feel successful. Right. Or until we feel like we are financially like stable, stable. which is so, you know, upsetting. But like it makes sense like. You know, finances, as much as we don't want them to, like, control our mental, like, well-being and stuff, they do. Because if you're constantly worried about paying rent or whatever, like, you're not going to be able to, like, focus on yourself. Like, I don't know. And I took the summer to just focus on myself and getting myself back and healthy because I've preached on my blog and preached, honestly, everywhere that I'm super healthy and I find balance and I do all these things. But I definitely was just, like, letting stress and school get the best of me last semester. And I also hate change, and I'm really bad with the change. And last year, a lot of my friends, gra- or like this past May, a lot of my friends graduated. And so I went into the summer with the mindset of like, I'm not going to worry about that now. I'm just going to focus on my health and focus on getting my skin like happy again, which is simple as that sounds. Like my skin looked really bad, and like that's a hard thing to deal with because I had like, sorry, this is not what no, this is no, about, but no. I had skin issues in like acne and things in high school like most people probably did but then coming back to college like usually people have that like figured out and they Mm -hmm. don't have problems and then like I didn't even realize how bad it was but I think when you get so focused on not focus when you get so focused on not focusing on yourself you kind of block that all of that out and when I came back for the summer my parents like what like you look not that they said I look bad (laughs) they were like like, Taylor Taylor you look terrible (laughs) yeah no they were just like why, why, like, why did the stress get to you like that? Not why, because my, my mom understands that I get stressed out. But they just kind of told me, like, yeah, you need to chill, honestly. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you right. And so it's definitely hard. But I went into this school year. It's it's also been a very hard school year, motiv- not motivationally, but just, like, dealing with change and dealing with the fact that, like, yeah, my friends are graduated, and that's weird. But I went into the school year focusing on myself and the fact that, like, I'm going to take care of my, like, skin and I'm going to take care of, like, 
putting my butt back, going back to eating, like eating the right things because I was eating like just hummus. Like who just eats hummus for lunch every day? And I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, that's definitely not enough to eat. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to like maintain that healthiness that I was doing, healthy level that I was accomplishing in summer. And obviously I have to modify that because I'm in college and I'm cooking for one person yeah. rather than my family. But it's definitely helped. I guess is that that. I guess that is a personal goal of just, like, maintaining that health. Yeah. Mental stability. I don't know. And I'm proud of myself. I did accomplish, like, lowering my stress this summer. And I set myself up some boundaries to go into the school year. Yeah. So I knew when to, to like, put the pressure on myself and yeah. when to, like, chill. When do you feel like you are satisfied enough with a goal to, like, move on to the next? Or is there, like, are there just goals that you just constantly need to work on you know what I'm saying like that's a really good question (laughs) success as much as we all want to reach success I think the better idea or term maybe would be that you've put all that you can into something and you've done the best you can and maybe it wasn't successful or maybe it wasn't as successful as you wanted it to be or as you wanted as you had hoped it could be but at the end of the day you look back and you saw the idea turn into something and you have to at least respect yourself for doing that and again going back to how much pressure we put on ourselves we put so much pressure on ourselves but we're doing some pretty cool things yeah and just because it didn't get the success level or maybe you're like as a comm major we work on a lot of projects so like maybe my website for webcom didn't turn out as great as I wanted it to be or maybe this one feature wasn't as developed as it should have been I still made last semester a full website and I interviewed like over 14 people and told their fitness stories. And so to me, you can look back. I think I realized when I reach success in those like long-term goals is when I can look back and be proud of at least what I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from establishing new long-term goals, I think it's really just self-evaluating. And we had kind of not mentioned this on air, but off air, <laughs> uh, the idea of like, when do you make a new goal? Well, you had just asked me yeah. that. But I w- had mentioned earlier, like, the idea of, like, New Year's resolutions and how, like, that's so definitive. Like, you have, n- I was going to say November 1st. Yeah. <laughs> January 1st to, like, start over and be make this new life, whatever, for yourself. But in reality, you can do that any day. Yes. And, again, kind of going back had to what I had said before about the gym and like, how you can go tomorrow or you could go today and make that change. You can do that with goals, too. There's not really anyone's stopping you. I don't think anyone's going to be like, you know what? You can't make that goal because you didn't accomplish it. Yeah, Yeah. you have to to wait until January 1st. Um. It's like, why wouldn't you just go try and do something new? And it's scary. I mean, anytime you're doing something new or doing something for the first time, it's kind of terrifying because I'm generally afraid of the unknown. But you're taking steps toward that goal. So I would say if you have an interest or you have an idea, try to make it into something bigger because – the worst that can happen is that, like, it doesn't succeed, but at least you learn something from it. At you with your blog. Yeah, for real. Right. <laughs> like, I could have easily just been like, you know what? That's weird. I don't want to do that. But, like, now, especially in college, I thought, I mean, I did stop my YouTube channel. But to think that I share my blog post on my Facebook page and I get people who comment and, like, like they'll say, oh, yeah, I love this or whatever. But then I have people, like, text me and they're, like, people I haven't even talked to in a long time who will be, like, your blog post, that's what I'm going through. And I didn't know how to put it into words, but you put into words what I was feeling. Yeah. I was like, what? And it makes me feel better, and it makes me continue to want to do it because I know it's not just for me anymore. It's hopefully 
Well, it is for me, but it's also reaching other people. Yeah. And it makes me feel so good that other people re- can relate to me. Yes. Because, like, that's nice to know yes. that, like, you're not alone. Yes. And you got to just kind of find your place and find where you can describe, describe, share, mm-hmm. describe what you're going through. Because most likely someone has gone through it or is going through it, yes. too. Yes. Especially in college. Like, we share a lot of the same experiences, yeah. even if they're not exactly the mm-hmm. same. Like, motivation is something that all around college students struggle with at oh, one yeah. point or another. Oh, for sure. Or something like with you, like the motivation, like, I really admire your motivation and how you, like, you know, even if you, you know, don't always, like, do everything all the time like you do complete your goals and like that's something that's very like awe-inspiring for me when I talk to you about things in life and all that stuff so I don't know your blog is like your motivator almost and like (laughs) it's weird to think I started this blog it was just something to fill my time and like just write and it turned into something that people actually care about yeah and I try not to get caught up in the views either because it's I started to for sure, when it took off and I was getting more than, once I broke 100 views of blog posts, I was like, I have to always get 100. Yes. And that's not necessarily true. And I've had times where I write content because I know, not that I know it'll get views, but I think it'll get views. So I'll I'll write things. But I'm trying to work on creating more original content. Not original. I mean, everything I write is original. But I'm working on generating more content because I feel like I've talked about a lot of the same things, which doesn't mean it's bad because... Your and views so change every yeah. yeah. And so I'm trying to be more intentional in what I post. And yes, I'm I want to post more often. I need to make that a priority. Personal goal. Or, yeah, honestly, yeah. It would be a personal goal. Because <coughs> I've in twenty fourteen I posted a hundred and three times on my blog. I don't know how how that happened. <laughs> but then the next year I had fifty three and then twenty seven, thirty five, and then this year I'm at thirty five. Well, I've already almost beat twenty seventeen happened last year I don't know I guess I wasn't writing I'm trying to create content that I'm interested in and passionate about I'm gonna plug my blog if you want me to write something send me ideas because I'm only one person and I have plenty of ideas or I've plenty of thoughts maybe not ideas but (laughs) read my blog if you have any ideas or want to hear my thoughts hit me up it's Aww. the baby perks. No, I said, no. Hit me up. That was cringy. Oh, okay. But I thought I, you were yeah. feeling bad no, for plugging no, yourself. No. And I was like, I'm, no, like that's what, yeah. you know, that's what it's for. Like oh, I right. almost felt weird sharing my podcast on Facebook. Yeah. But then I was like, no, like if like, I'm proud of myself for, for mm-hmm. making this, why would I not right. post it? And like give people the Because like, honestly, that's the only reason I get views on my blog posts is because I shared on Facebook. That's where a majority of my like feed, feedback, feed interactions whatever the word engagement engagement okay yeah everyone comes from facebook and i finally added a like subscribe here to get notifications when i post but other than that it's really facebook and like i'm proud of it and i work hard so so why shouldn't i get that recognition or at least give people the opportunity to listen and so yeah i'm also the baby perks on twitter and instagram if you want to follow me and send me those ideas she's great a great person i've read her blog so many times and it is nice and i really love it like honestly like it made me feel so good when you wrote that article about like saying yes to things or like or saying no to Mm -hmm. things and all that kind of stuff because i was like wow that's like literally what we've talked about before and like to see that i don't know it just i was like oh God. I'm growing, guys. I'm doing it. I'm learning. And yeah. But, growing. no, I think, like, just finding those 
things that like motivate you and like why wouldn't you be proud of that but I wrote down just some things that we kind of talked about throughout like just on like motivation tips or like things to kind of help just that we you know whatever and I thought it'd be a good idea to like say them so like some tips that you know we kind of talked about for doing those small mental breaks and like Mm -hmm. getting over those like blocks that Mm -hmm. you have and finding the good balance between like I'm going to achieve this goal and then after that I'm going to do this so like with you it's like doing the homework and then being like I'm going to go hang out with friends now and it's me I'm going to do my homework and then I'm allowed to hang out with those people that kind of thing just like trying to get over those little things and then another thing is like taking those breaks like you said making that hour in the day for you and like finding that you time and like focusing and grounding yourself and then making those small goals that's a big thing it's like you know if you're a to-do list person or even if you're not just like putting those things in your head being like okay I'll do that when I'm done accomplishing this and like with goals you know I'll get better every time I make that new goal and that kind of thing goals can change yeah you don't have to if you learn something different, you can, like, edit those things and work on them. Yeah. yeah. But, Taylor Perkins, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks. Everyone, go follow her, The Baby Perks. Um, go look at her blog. It's amazing. And she really is my motivation goals because she always finds a way to, you know, do things and do things that she loves while still taking time for herself, even when she's having a mental breakdown, which, you know what, we all do. So it's fine. So, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, that's yeah, why thank I'm you saying. for listening. <laughs> okay, bye guys.